This is Fogland Lighthouse. I'm Jack Dean. All hail, all hail the Lord of Misrule, the chief of all mischief in the grand feast of fools, who makes the low higher and lights a great fire of mayhem and mirth in the dark days of Yule. Gather round, one and all, warm yourselves, do not shiver. There's a little-known tale I'm compelled to deliver. It's a tale of the broken, the commonest folk, so of its simple rhymes I hope you're a forgiver. Through the deep mists of time, in this land where I'm native, before the word Christmas was even created, in a time when the Romans called Britain their own, then a very different festival took place in these places. They called it Saturnalia, after their god Saturn, who they said ruled the earth when a golden age happened, where man had no property and knew no war or poverty, that ended when his greedy son Jove came to stab him. It was this golden age that the Romans remembered, with a week of celebration throughout late December. There was eating and drinking and gaming and gifting. But one thing they did is not on modern agendas. From the lowest of low, the scummiest of failures, they would elect one man, have him dressed in regalia, and for seven cold days his commands they'd obey, declaring him king of the whole Saturnalia. The king would then issue the wildest decrees, have masters bring slaves food on bended knees, while slaves walked in the open in their master's clothing, cursing and mocking any highborn they pleased. For a full week this bender would rousingly bend. But we know that all good things must come to an end. The rich might let the meek have their fun for a week, but never beyond it could this madness extend. And what of the king? He had seen far too much, let unimagined power pass through his clutch, and so, as the last day of partying passed, he was dragged to the temple where his throat would be cut. All hail, all hail the lord of misrule, the chief of all mischief in the grand feast of fools, who makes the low higher and lights a great fire of mayhem and mirth in the dark days of you. A thousand years later, the Romans had left, and all their religion away had been swept. For this land was for Jesus and all his believers, and the ways of the pagans it was best to forget. In place of Saturnalia, they came up with Christmas, an all-round more sober and serious business. To mark the arrival of the boy from the Bible, they would sing sacred songs to obedient listeners. Then, in 12th century France... Just where they're not sure. Maybe Paris or Thor or a score of towns more. Some old playful urge took hold of a church and they tweaked the traditions of the Christmas before. This year, they would do all the usual worship, the psalms and the sermons of a regular service, but 
the choir boys of the region and the lowly subdeacons would be lifted up from their once humble purpose and offered the jobs the most high-ranking priests did. They conducted the choir and delivered the speeches, a staff like a bishop's their leader was given, as they led a procession through the wild winter evening. The first Feast of Fools was restrained and polite, meant to train these young lads in the service of Christ. How could they have known just how it would grow? How could they have known just what spark they'd ignite? All hail, all hail the Lord of Misrule, the chief of all mischief in the grand Feast of Fools, who makes the low higher and lights a great fire of mayhem and mirth in the dark days of Yule. The tradition spread wildly, hopped over the channel, and became something utterly new as it travelled. When word reached the people outside the cathedrals that for one week the low and the high could switch mantles, then some deep desire within them was awakened, and out in the streets they would form delegations from London to Lincoln and all over England they gathered to form a whole new congregation to once again vote to raise one of their station, to crown him and robe him with great jubilation, a leader made worthy to turn all topsy-turvy. The Lord of Misrule was the name they gave him. The Lord would assemble a grand retinue, a pope and an abbot and royal guards too, and lavishly dressed, wearing masks most grotesque, they would roll through the streets with much devilry to do. By the light of bright torches and a scurrilous moon, with pipers and drummers all playing off tune, they rode hobby horses down to the richest in town, and the Lord would command them, Come out, sirs, and soon. And they would be stripped of their finery and lace, and onto a donkey these clothes would be placed, and the rich you would find walking slowly behind, half naked in rags with mud daubed on their face. In the squares and on greens and along frosty lanes, the Lord would demand that his subjects play games. Hot cockles and shinty and cobnut and chivy, the pranks and chicanes were too many to name. But oh, the rambunctiousness didn't stop there, for one urgent mission still hung in the air. To the church's oak doors they would clamour in force To fling them wide open and loudly declare All hail, all hail the Lord of Misrule The chief of all mischief in the grand feast of fools Who makes the low higher And lights a great fire of mayhem and mirth In the dark days of Yule Imagine the poor bishop's look of dismay To see this procession processing his way And before he could whisper, Quick, call the militia! The liturgy of the Lord of Misrule would hold sway. The gentle and delicate songs of the mass were replaced with a wail like a thousand dead cats. They changed the language from Latin to crude Anglo-Saxon and what they did to the lyrics even I must redact. The incense burner's most pious perfume was replaced with the smoking old soul of a shoe and was swung with abandon by the knavish companions till the church stank to high heaven all the way through. 
the bishop would try to press on with his speeches, while the revellers sat on the altar and feasted, until, thwacked by men holding bladders of hens, he was chased out by the mob who repeated, All hail, all hail the Lord of Misrule, the chief of all mischief in the grand feast of fools, who makes the low higher and lights a great fire of mayhem and mirth in the dark days of Yule. The regular Pope, up in Vatican City, was livid when he heard of these misrule committees, and through England and France was his ruling advanced, that this sinfulness come to a sharp end and quickly. And in France, the Lord of Misrule was extinguished, but not so for the impious, rowdy old English, who stuck to their Lord for four centuries more. Only when Cromwell banned Christmas was his reign finally finished. Now, some wise historians will say I've misled, that the grand feast of fools was not all that I've said, that the stories of carnage were embellished and garnished by insecure bishops who viewed it with dread. Now, I'm no historian, let that be heard, just a jester and collector of the strange and absurd. But since the lives of the poor did not then get recorded, I choose to take these quivering clergymen at their word. I don't tell this story to debate all the facts. You can take yourself down to Wikipedia for that. I give you this offering because I have been wondering, could it be time for the Lord of Misrule to come back? For the highest of high are raised higher than ever, and the lowest still chafe under strict rules and measures. And though now the church holds less sway on this earth, there are other great idols we could tear down together. I hear the weird chanting in shops and in streets, near the back rooms of bankers and the halls of police. As the advent calendar's doors creep towards 24, I hear that old murmur disturbing the peace. All hail, all hail the Lord of Misrule. The chief of all mischief in the grand feast of fools, who makes the low higher and lights a great fire of mayhem and mirth in the dark days of Yule. Fogland Lighthouse is written, produced, and scored by me, Jack Dean. This episode is supported by Arts Council England and was commissioned by The Library Presents as part of their autumn season. You can check that out through the links in the liner notes for this episode. The show is presented by Jack Dean and Company. You can find out more about us and our projects at jackdean.co.uk. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or you can email me on jack at jackdean.co.uk. If you get a moment, please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or share the podcast with someone you think might like it. Those both help an awful lot. I'll catch you guys next week.